I read this book about a guy who's lost at sea for like 70 days, I think. It was good. I recommend it, though. He's just lost at sea for 70 days. 76 days lost at sea. That's what it's called. Adrift 76 days lost at sea. I feel like I'm shilling this book now for no reason. (laughs) Okay, should we just fucking do it? I was just going to say, Zach, that book probably really would have sucked if you had no water in the entire book. Yeah, you probably wouldn't be too much adrift at that point. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah, and that would definitely be the case if you were in a a lake, maybe. Yeah. not the open ocean. You have to lose a lot of water to not have any water. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, I hate <laughs> God damn it, dude. Great segue. Anyways, it sounds like you're going to be talking about a lake. Not, not even, though. That's the fucking problem. Oh, <laughs> it's talking just about groundwater. fucking groundwater. Well, that's the safest type of water. You can't. There's no way you can get lost on the groundwater. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, grasping at straws here. Yes, Anyways, man. welcome back to Poison for Profit. Welcome back. I'm Zach. I'm Nick. And we've got a episode for you tonight. We are talking about some foreigners stealing our natural resources. Was that is that what this is, Nick? Is uh, that how you see it? Uh, <laughs> Uh, one could say this. I don't know if I would say this. Let's not say that then. Yeah. yeah let's say something else. Uh, but what Zach's referring to, we're, we got an article coming from Yahoo News. It's about a Saudi company that's drawing unlimited amount of Arizona groundwater amid a drought. Pretty shocking headline, I'd say, as always. But what's going on is these companies in Arizona have bought and leased a bunch of land in the desert of western Arizona that are right on top of a massive groundwater aquifer because there are no regulations on how much of the water below them they can pump out of the ground. Anyone who buys or leases the land can then put up a well and draw the water. And normally this probably wouldn't be a big deal for, you know, the average person buying a piece of land that wants to run a well to provide for their household. Uh, But what they're doing is they're starting alfalfa farms. If you don't know, alfalfa is one of the most water-intensive crops, uh, especially if you're in the Arizona desert uh, where there's water shortages. But so what's going on? They're pumping out all this water. There's no limit because they drilled the well themselves. Producing this alfalfa, which then the companies are sending to... Uh, or exporting it to Saudi Arabia. I'm curious what they do with it in Saudi Arabia. Is it the same thing they do in the U.S. where it's just like for cattle? Correct. Yeah. So it's it's for their their cattle out there. Um, And it's pretty interesting because Saudi Arabia, Arabia has actually banned the growing of alfalfa because it takes up too much water. Uh, naturally (laughs) yeah uh so now they just found you know a nice little track of land in arizona where there are no rules or regulations in turn so they are taking up as much groundwater as they can and need it's almost like the movie there will be blood i don't know if i'm familiar (laughs) 
Uh, you, you haven't seen it? I no, drink your milkshake. You've never seen that? <laughs> no. I, uh, that's referring to oil, obviously, but but it's like the same concept now, except water is basically oil at this point, which is pretty troubling, right? Right. Because you need water literally as like the basis for human survival, not so much oil. It's yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like corporations can just suck up all the groundwater. You know, it's like. Definitely troubling, and yeah, it's it's pretty ironic that Saudi Arabia banned alfalfa to be grown in their own country um, in the U.S. I mean, it seems like alfalfa is grown in a lot of very dry, arid regions of the country anyways. I know uh, just like out west, Wyoming has a lot of alfalfa. I guess that's probably the, the one of the more commonly grown crops out there it's basically makes like hay pretty much right yep exactly uh but yeah it's a interesting story here i'm curious as to kind of what people in the community think of it yeah um in this article i don't know too much about the full community of western arizona there's of course a newly elected uh, Attorney General Chris Mays, who is being pretty outspoken about it, uh, about how these uh, Saudi Arabia cows are essentially drinking Arizona water and that it's a scandal that the state of Arizona has allowed this to happen. And he, of course, in his campaign was uh, running on this, that how uh, these leases of the land or it's actually a girl. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you pig. Oh. You chauvinist. <laughs> no. No, but, but yeah, so she actually ran on this as like she part of her She ran on this. Yep, so uh, okay. canceling the leases was an urgent concern because of the groundwater in the valley was supposed to be the state's emergency water supply during a water crisis. I guess who approved this just the governor so these uh this area of land is leased out by that are signed by the arizona state land department so uh, they've been doing this for this specific company since 2014 and yeah uh of course then there's a good old boy you know american cattle rancher right next door who is claiming that uh the neighboring company is using so much water that his well went dry. They're drinking his milkshake. They're drinking his milkshake. And he looks over at his neighbor's property and he sees money leaving America. So he's pretty upset. Of course. I mean, as you would be, um, I, I get personally frustrated about wells because where I live as well, um, during droughts, the wells have zero regulations. Uh, and where I'm living, it's a single source aquifer. So we all are drawing from the same aquifer. And it's just a pretty terrible situation, I would say. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, living in the desert. <laughs> right. Um, Arizona needs as much water as they can get, the people that live there. Yeah. And I, I was just going to kind of end it off with. Groundwater needs to start getting some sort of regulations. 
it's fine if people want to have these private wells, but we need to know the amount of water that's leaving our groundwater aquifers so that way we can, uh, you know, not deplete our resources. We tend to always go to, oh, we have this awesome new resource. Let's use it all instead of let's keep this a sustainable amount of use so then that way we'll always have this resource. Yeah, yeah and I know like industrial uses there often are uh, permits that have limitations to how much water you can use in a day or, or, or something like that or but yeah i mean like especially with agriculture because agriculture obviously is totally dependent on water to to grow things right right um the tighter regulation especially in areas that have droughts and and very limited public water supply and especially if you got private companies taken out of that water supply i can see that being upsetting for the people who live there yeah absolutely um and i feel like this is just going to become another thing that we see happen more and more as climate change progresses and our water resources become more and more polluted as we are allowing them to get Thank you for that, Nick. That was a, I mean, that's very interesting. We don't really talk about what well, we talk a little bit about, like water crisis, and things like that. But but when it comes to agricultural use, you know, corporate use, things like that, uh, this is this is really interesting. And and like you said, the uh, the local farmer that was there, his comments about it being a Saudi operation. You know, Saudi's got a lot of money. I'll say that. Uh, they, they do some <laughs> things with their money, too. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't, like, <laughs> go in and put my tinfoil hat on or anything. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, this is an interesting story uh, and an interesting dynamic, I think, for for that region. So, appreciate you bringing it to us. And uh, anything else? Thank you all for listening and just keep your eyes and ears open for more stuff like this happening and send it our way. I think it'd be something uh, kind of to keep on track with and keep our eyes peeled for and uh, see if we have any regulations coming down the pipeline would be uh, pretty, pretty interesting to see. But uh, yeah, always thank you all for listening and Follow us on our follow (laughs) us on our socials uh, in the show notes. Uh, Yeah, and as Nick said, talk to you next time.